Welcome to Let's Get Mary, the event and wedding podcast from a bride who's been through it all and the founder of Mary, a day of coordination company. We operate from a place of no judgment, but we're ready to share our wedding opinions. We can totally be traditional, but we love a twist on a classic. Think of this as your safe space to be completely in wedding mode. Yeah, let's give the bridesmaids a break, right? This is also a place to hear about the best tips and tricks to planning an awesome party. And we love a party. So let's begin. Let's get merry. Welcome back to the Let's Get Merry podcast. This is our second podcast episode. We are so excited you're listening again, hopefully. And here we are. So Sam, we are back together. We're back. Hello, hello. Hi. We loved, we love you if you listen to episode one. Love, love, love you. <laughs> we talked about everything going on in the world and how wedding season has just had such a dark cloud over it, but it's all going to be okay. Yeah. Agreed. We were just talking about kids at weddings and how we used to be awkward around kids. I'm now. still awkward around kids. <laughs> it's weird though, because I was saying that before I had a niece, I was so weird with kids, like especially at weddings, because the mom would like have to go sit or something and they'd be like, okay, tiny ring bearer. I am a stranger in a blazer. Like, how are you doing? Then this child just starts screaming. And now I'm like, I can totally do it. Yeah. No, I'm not on that page just yet. You'll get there. We'll do a whole episode about ring bears and flower <laughs> girls. It's, they steal the show, yeah. but it's like a crapshoot if they it's like. a gamble. Totally. Totally a gamble. But anyways, welcome back. This episode is going to be all about budgets and we are talking about the best ways to save money. DIY ideas and the experiences that Sam is glad she didn't waste her money on with her wedding and things that she chose to do herself and things that she chose not to do herself. And we are so excited to hear your ideas, your feedback. Is there something that you feel as though you just can't get around in your budget and you want to save money on and there's no other options? Because I definitely understand that side of things. But to kick us off, Back to Sam's bartending days. What are we drinking today? We are drinking an apple cider mimosa. Yum. I feel like it's starting to get a little crisp out. So now, I mean, I'm totally that person in August that's like pumpkin lattes are here. Um, I text you about that a few weeks ago. Last week, last week, Sam told me middle of August hits and she turns into a pumpkin. Literally. <laughs> I am like mums, pumpkins, everything. So apple cider mimosa, champagne, apple cider. We have a cinnamon sugar rim and it's garnished with a nice apple slice and a cinnamon stick. This is so good. It's I delicious. love that. What's on the rim? It's cinnamon sugar. Mm. We will put a picture of this and the recipe on our Instagram for you to recreate. This is the perfect fall wedding cocktail this happened to be my wedding cocktail oh did you have a cute name for it no oh it's okay it's no. fine sorry <laughs> we did it. It as the bow renewal we'll do some. let's get into budgets i know we had a few topics but we're going to start with best ways to save money i am personally upset that i did not discover a cricket before my wedding because i would have cricketed is that cricket it our cricket is sitting next to us i would have done everything <laughs> with that it's amazing invitations save the dates menus escort cards signs you can really do i mean the options are endless mm -hmm. it's true my friend here 
who got married last year used her Cricut on invitations and I could tell they were so nicely done. It looked like someone had calligraphied it, but it was just like that extra level of perfection. And so this year when I was in the market for a Cricut, she was like, listen, you have to get it. And I'm so excited. I'm We're sure sitting next to our Cricut. Yeah. I mean, your Cricut is literally in the room and I'm highly, I'm, I'm upset. I, I want a Cricut. Oh my gosh. Yes. Our Cricut is the guest star of this episode. Welcome. Welcome. It's ice blue. It's beautiful. So. I would definitely say if you're creative and you're willing to do it, a Cricut is definitely a good place to start. Also, do your vendor research. I have the luxury of having like two years of planning so I can get down to the nitty gritty. And if you have time to do vendor research, do it. Because there was, I fell in love with vendors that were astronomical. But if I did just a little bit more research, you can find comparable styles for affordable costs. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good reminder. The minute you get engaged, just like take a second to. Yes, totally. And that's about everything i see couples who get engaged and then like immediately fly into one of these things you might sign with a vendor who you might actually really not want or might not need or something down the road and it's so much better to just take a second right take a second process it also enjoy the fact that you're engaged for a little bit mm -hmm. right and then really start getting down to the nitty-gritty but yeah. You don't want to sign something with someone and then ultimately a month later fall in love with another more affordable yeah. option. Yeah. Another aspect is self-source where you can. It's also another thing where if you have the time to do it. I fell in love with the really... Pause. <laughs> we think a duck might have just entered the apartment. Also, we're like in a city setting, so like ducks <laughs> do not frequent this area. I saw a groundhog yesterday. Wow. Two groundhogs. I saved a beaver. <laughs> this week? No, not this week. Like a few, it was, it was, you know. It was a while ago? It was like maybe a month ago and Joel was like horrified. He was mortified. This is like no just... longer a wedding podcast. It's like animal rights. <laughs> we live in a city and we've been finding animals. Wow. Okay. Um, back, back to budget. Here we go. Oh my We're God. back. <laughs> so self-sourcing, right? Like I love the really eccentric, different antique looking candlesticks. And it was going to cost me so much money to rent them from my florist. And I, ultimately they weren't even going to be mine at mm -hmm. the end of the day. That's so true. I did like some solid research and I ended up finding ton on Etsy and now you can find them all over my apartment because I still have them. There you go. And like any of the if people estate, are sales, estate sales, warehouses that have things for versus rushing into a design too. Right. That speaks to that too and as well. Honestly, it's kind of fun. Bulk purchases. Mm -hmm. it's true. I got all my votives from there. And if you have a little bit of time to just sit back. I made a day out of going to the warehouse with my mom and looking for things. And so if you have the time to do it, it's not painful for you to do it go for it. Right. And if it is painful, you spend it and you have your florist bring in the votives totally. that she has, right? Absolutely. Or he has. Also, another thing is see what your venue actually has to offer. This is something that I don't, maybe your venue won't say, oh, we have all these votives for you. But if you ask, I guarantee you they'll have something for you to use during your day. Also, see if there's any weddings going on that are near your date. We got 
trees for our poles. Basically, we were trying to get our... That, that out of context, like what oh. are trees on poles? <laughs> what does Let that Let me back mean? up here. I'll, I'll set the picture for you. So basically, it was a tent and the tent had poles and they were these atrocious poles. It turned out that there was a wedding a few days prior to our event and they purchased actual tree branches for the poles and they left them at the venues and so we, i was trying to work with my florist to cover them with some kind of vine and it was going to be just something so astronomical mm -hmm. and i didn't really even love what they were coming up with how did you figure that out did your venue coordinator tell you that the venue coordinator told us oh i had no idea that's yeah. where those came from yeah oh that's amazing so see again kind of see what's what's scheduled around if there's anything that you can possibly take Good it call. might not actually happen, but it's always worth the ask. Oh my goodness, that is such a good tip. It's yeah. also kind of good to to be in cahoots with a couple getting married at your venue to say, hey, uh, this person's not answering me, or do you have the measurements? Is it 10 people to a table? That's such a good yes. tip to get connected with someone that's had a wedding there before or is having a wedding there soon, Yeah, like near your date. That's yeah. a really great tip. And then lastly, I would say bridesmaids, Choose your own dresses. If you're okay with different looks, same color scheme, just have them choose their dresses. It's more affordable on their end, maybe not coming out of your pocket, but more affordable for your party. Mm -hmm. That's true. And speaking of dresses, going into it, into your dress for, uh, for the bride, not just having your budget of how much you want to spend, but also factoring in the alterations. Sure. Because that can either be a lot or some places will cap it, but some places totally won't. So if you want to cap at 2000 you need to get a dress that's closer to 1000 or 1500 or something, right? Right. Easy DIY for your budget, I would say definitely florals, right? Mia, mm -hmm. we were kind of talking about this. If if budget constraints are there, florals is a huge way to save money on your budget. It is also one of those things where you're like, how do I cut this down? Right. Because bridal bouquets are hundreds of dollars. Just hundreds. that one. And, and so that is one of the things where it's hard because you look at these pictures on Pinterest and you're like, the girls need to carry something. Right. What are we going to carry? I saw, have you ever seen the picture of the girls carrying puppies? Um, I wish that I did that. Oh my I'm God. Obsessed. Sam has a dog. We should have had you carry Brody down the aisle. Oh my God. <laughs> he's, he's racked up like more money for you than, than your bridal bouquet though. Right? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's definitely cost us a pretty penny. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I think it's really important to take us back and say, are you into any of these things that go into a wedding? Are right. you into paper goods? Do you love to do things like, have you, have you been looking for an excuse to buy a cricket? You right. know, do you have a family member who is a dress designer? And working with your circle to help budget, right? Yeah. And if you don't know anyone that is even like adjacent to a DJ, or you don't have any connections in terms of transportation, then that's what your budget goes toward. Exactly. But absorbing something that you are into. Like for me, crafting is my everything. Like we said, we're surrounded by my Cricut and all of my craft supplies are <laughs> around us too. That that's going to be my thing. Like that's my relaxation. Right. But to other people, they'd be like, Oh my it. God, I don't know weights of paper. I love that stuff. Right. Find find what's good for you. And also, to your point, play into your close family members and your friends, right? Like mm -hmm. see their strengths and see how you can leverage that to save money. Yeah. Another thing too, just on florals, dried flowers is also a huge trend too. Mm -hmm. And super cost effective. Yeah, that's true. You had dried flowers. I did. They looked awesome. Yeah. And then you can also keep them 
and you can decorate your home with them. Which I did. Yeah, there you go. So something else that I thought was interesting to bring up is simply budgeting in general. Budgeting from the start, I believe is key. Going from getting engaged to, oh my goodness, we have to plan a wedding is a really big jump, right? And, and sometimes going into this, you don't even know if you are gonna have to spend thousands of dollars or is this something that you can give up or do you need to budget several thousand for this, right? So having that conversation from the beginning and if there's family members contributing or something like that, like getting all of those conversations out of the way from the start will help you in the long run. Totally, and that's something that I would say I wish I did more of. I ended up, I think by the end, almost tripling our budget. And it's all because, you know, you get so caught up in, oh, I love this, I want this, I need this. Mm -hmm. And you don't necessarily think about all of the, I have to have this, right. this has to happen. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely, that's where the conversation needs to start. Mm -hmm. The time where you and your fiance can be realistic about prices. Yep. Because I've, I've had conversations with, with acquaintances over the past couple of years saying, oh, I can spend X on a wedding. I'm like, you can, but you're going to have to do it on a weekday. It's not going to be able to be in certain areas. And we live in New England, so there's pockets of extreme wealth and there's pockets of less wealth, right? There's expectations that you don't even realize that you might have that you just might not be able to spend. It's kind of also like it has to do with rings, right? Sure. Some people will be like, oh, totally going to do over two carats. It's like, well, you, you don't actually know how much that yeah. costs, right? A tip that I will share is also when you are budgeting to include the tip for vendors. And yes, tip your vendors. I will say that five times over. Literally, I to. will say it for you. Tip <laughs> your vendors because they are there for you to give you the day that you have dreamed of and they're working so hard to make sure that it's everything and more for you. Yeah. So It's the service industry. Right. In the U.S., you're not going to go to a restaurant and give a $0 tip to a waiter waitress, especially in COVID, 20% minimum. Minimum. Right? So your wedding day, you are expected to tip, and especially if your vendors do not own their own business. Yes. Right? And I would also say, okay, if your vendor has gone above and beyond, make sure that that's shown in their tip. Mm -hmm. So definitely I be generous with your tips um, and certainly include that in your budget because it's something that will sneak up on you if you don't. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's in my opinion, it's a must-have. Mm -hmm. It's true. And that's also probably operating from your background of being in the service yes. industry and seeing your mom manage restaurants. Yeah. And tips are the way that people put food on the table. Yeah, it really is. Absolutely. So also that a lot of vendors have gotten weddings moved and a lot of these people are furloughed from event planning roles right now at, at venues. So tipping is probably more important than ever. If you're having a wedding, it's, it's necessary. I couldn't agree more. So a, a tip from, from uh, the couple side of things is also if you are paying for your own wedding, if this is not a mom and dad blank check kind of situation, tell your vendors. Yes. It might not make a difference, but it could. I will tell you that the wedding industry looks at those blank check parent paid for weddings sure. in a very different way yeah. than a couple saying, hey, I'm in nursing school. We're trying to pay for it. That's why we're doing a Friday or that's why we're going further upstate or something. And who knows, maybe your venue is likely to work with you a little bit more. 
Also thinking about, are you a military family? Are you a first responder family? Asking for those discounts. I remember the first time that someone asked me for a military discount and I kind of had this moment of, oh my goodness, absolutely. No one's ever asked me, but let me figure out what I can do here. Sure. You know, and that was such a cool experience just even from the moment of, wow, this is my little way to say thank you to a career and the, the family of a military person and working with the military spouse who was the bride of, oh my goodness, I don't know what that's like. We're not a military family. The least I can do is help you out here. Sure. You know? Yeah. So I think that's important to, to always ask. I agree. You know, the worst that you're going to hear is no. Yeah. I think that it's very worth it to skip a gift at the end of the night. Uh, thank you gift? Yes. Okay. I think that you can save money to do a donation instead. And it might not net out and you might still want to do a gift and that's totally fine. But I think this is a way that you can save money. Totally. Doing a donation in lieu of a gift can be slightly less or it can be even from the standpoint of like sustainability and not buying something that's going to get thrown in the trash, another candle or something that is like uh, plastic based or like not great for the environment. There are other options to save. And then I guess that doesn't even take into account. It's not even necessarily just about money. It's about saving and trying sure, to be sustainable. I mean, yeah. I mean, I love like a little takeaway right. from, I, I had a takeaway. Um, and it was just like a little maple syrup from the actual venue. Mm -hmm. But I just think it's a nice token to give your guests. It absolutely is a place where you can save, even if it's maybe not a donation, maybe it's a do it yourself. Maybe it's a succulent. Maybe it's something that you did yourself that's going to save money and you're not you're not spending money specifically or spending a lot of dollars specifically on it. There are a million different ways you can do things and people that can really weigh in and support you and figure it out. But for those things that are exciting for you, that can be therapeutic to do during a stressful time, go for it. Like play into it your strengths. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We play to our strengths around here. So, but Sam, I will ask, this is a hot topic of vendor budgeting and need to have versus want to have. What are your thoughts on videographers? Sure, so we actually kind of talked about this the other week, Mia and we I. We did. I, um, I will say there's a few vendors that I tell everyone were the best decisions I made and videographer is one of them. You can do it yourself, right? And we were kind of talking about this too. If, and I know videographers can be expensive, Right, And I'm saying for me personally, it was great because I love looking back on all of the raw, not even my video, the raw footage of everyone having the time of their lives and just all of the clips of all the different angles. I feel like I'm reliving my wedding again. Mm -hmm. You had a really good point that you're, you only had one photographer. You didn't have a second shooter. Exactly. So that videographer kind of acted as that. Exactly. But to that point, there are ways where you can kind of do this yourself. If if your budget's tight, if if a videographer isn't allotted in your budget, maybe it's getting GoPros, right? Like we talked about and putting them all up. And so you still have the raw footage and you're able to make potentially your own video if that's something that you can do within your skills or maybe it's a friend. Again, play into mm -hmm. those strengths and play into the strengths of the people that you know around you. That's a good point. Again, play into your strengths with yeah. What what do you do you like to do stuff like that? I was looking at this blogger's wedding, most beautiful wedding. 
I looked at the price of her videographers. It's insane. It was double digits, like over $10,000, you know, and, and then a lot of times they won't give you the raw footage. And so that is a really important thing of what is, what is important to you to get on video? Right. 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 And while, I mean, I had the video, the raw footage is really important. But again, Mia, to your point, I didn't have two photographers. I also didn't hire two videographers. So mm-hmm. it kind of balanced out that way. And we had the option, and this is kind of something that I was really happy I didn't splurge on, to extend over to our after party. But at the end of the day, I know our friends, I know our family, like it was best (laughs) to keep that moment in that moment and we'll always remember it, but I'm glad that I didn't catch video of it. Right. Nice at the beginning of the night, but they get sloppy by the end of the night and And, it's every wedding. And you don't necessarily, you don't need to pay for that. You don't need to pay for extra hours of just sloppy... People breaking glasses on the dance floor. Literally breaking glasses and getting a little sloppy. (laughs) It's so true. It's so true. So it was really like, what are the vendors or pieces of your wedding that you can have, you can still have a wedding without these things if you are needing to budget? You can't have a wedding without a venue or even like a location, parents' backyard counts. Like you, you need to have a venue, right? Exactly. You also need to have food. You could skip food, but like your friends will hate you. Yeah, and I mean, you should really have drinks, in my opinion. Right, right. But we'll get there. Right, we will get there. But to that point... It's a nice to have, it's not a have to have. Exactly, right. exactly. To that point, to welcome gifts. True. I created my own. It's something that I actually love to do. I, I took the time to do it as like a DIY. Do your own welcome gifts. Make it something, if you're, if it's a traveling thing, get something local from the area. Maybe it's just a bottle of wine. Maybe maybe it's not even necessarily something tangible like that. Maybe it's just a nice handwritten note thanking everyone for coming. Um, it's definitely a place that you can do it yourself and you can be conscious of your budget as well. A tip is that hotels will charge to put those in the rooms. So if you're having a rehearsal dinner, bring the bags there and give the bags to the guests. It can be $4 a bag. Per per person. Or you can have them give them out to your guests at check-in. So they're not putting them in the rooms and they're just physically giving them out, distributing them with their hotel card. You think that does, does that not cost money? They didn't charge me when that's that's the way that they did it there. Interesting. But each hotel is a little bit different. So make sure to that point, get all the information up front for wherever you have your room blocks. That's even a good idea. And a good reminder, if you see that on a contract with a hotel, like it's $4 a bag to put in the room, is there any way we can drop this price down? Can we have a table in the lobby? The worst they're going to say is no, again, but that's a good point just to ask. Can we pair this back and make this affordable? Right, exactly. You know, speaking of welcome bags and writing a note in the welcome bags, I have a friend who I was a little bit worried when I got engaged Full disclosure, I got engaged. We were going to talk about that at the end of the episode, but surprise, I'm engaged. (laughs) Um, I was a little bit worried planning an engagement party because, you know, I know that this person makes a bit less money and they are really trying to save and they they have other things going on in their life. So I said, just write me a note. It'll mean so much more, you know? So we want to hear from you. What are some good tips that you have use to save money as you've been planning? What have you done on other events to save? Even as a guest, what are the ways that you have saved and traveling to a wedding, spending money on a hotel, spending money on a gift? It is expensive to attend a wedding. It 
racks up. Yeah, which is totally a good reminder of as a couple making your list, invite the people that want to be there because if you don't if if you don't think someone wants to be there and you don't really really want them there and you just feel a responsibility to it's hundreds of dollars to attend a wedding. It's but on both parts, you're going to spend money on plates and everything like as a couple, you're going to be spending money on the couple that might not necessarily want to be there but is yeah. just going to like in good faith. I guess. Yeah. That's a good way to budget. Cut the people out. Cut right. the fat. So, okay. So awesome. So we gave Lots of budget and DIY tips and tricks, and it's really about finding what works for you. So Mia, what's going on with Mary? So I talked about other people's weddings last time, so this time I guess I will talk about mine, and I know we're saying that I got engaged (laughs) mid-episode, but I got engaged in October 2019. Yeah, so no, planning is going well. It's bizarre being on the other side of things, but I think the biggest thing is it's really helping me understand the couple mindset of these people that I've talked to for years. The one takeaway that you're like, oh, wow, now I, you're kind of getting more insight to it. I think it's what you always hear about of, gosh, you can plan and talk about this 24-7, and it is not good for yourself, It's not good for your relationship, in my opinion. It's not good for family, best friends, anything like that. So having a dedicated time to talk about the wedding, we try to do like Monday nights after work. Because also, especially with coronavirus, we're together a lot. I'm here working, right? So having dedicated time to discuss something, make a note, to not have it bleed through the entirety of your relationship. I saw a tip once of planning date nights where it's wedding is off topic. Your entire being can be so wrapped up in being a bride or being a groom and really remembering that you were a person before and you will be a person after. Right. And really kind of enjoying it too, right? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, no, it's been good. It's been a whirlwind because of everything going on, but it's exciting and lots more details to come. We'll give lots of play by play. And again, I want to get back to everything that happened with Sam's wedding and how amazing that was pre pre everything having to deal with Corona. Isn't she so lucky? <laughs> no, but it, it, it will be fun to kind of go through this alongside Corona couples and we didn't have to move our wedding. So again, so much empathy towards towards 2020 couples, but we will get lots deeper into my wedding planning. Yeah, I'm excited. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for listening to episode two, all about budgeting and DIY. And we are so looking forward to having you back here. And again, we want to hear all of the tips and tricks that you have, your thoughts on this episode. Thanks for getting married with us today. Have a good one.